Pause for thought and join in the barking with Darren Rowe on The Mindful Dog. If you have a dog-related question, last chance of the year, Darren Rowe from Mindfulness for Dogs, good morning to you. Morning, Mark. How are you? Very, very well. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's, um, I'm, I, quite, I quite like Christmas, so I'm quite happy it's uh, Christmas coming now. Yeah, it is good. It's really good. And, of course, people don't just stop with the animal-related questions or the dog-related questions because it is a time of year when people are uh, quite often forget their dogs and what's going on with them, but they really need to be addressing some things, don't they? They do, yeah. And I think um, just people get busy, don't they? There's so many things to organise for Christmas. I think this year is going to be even worse because we've not really had the opportunity to celebrate a lot the last sort of six months, have we? So I reckon people are going to go over the top, um, and so they should. Um, but that poor little dog might get forgotten. So it's really important to remember that your dog is still there, because um, otherwise you know what's going to happen. If you ignore your dog over the Christmas period, then they're going to get a bit angsty, and then you're going to get those behaviour issues, which means you're going to be phoning people like me again after Christmas. Exactly. Well, it's good for you. It keeps, keeps you, keeps you employed, doesn't it, Darren? Oh, it does. No, I'm not. I'm not complaining. Definitely. <laughs> so, what are you doing then? Do you do you celebrate Christmas with your dogs? Do you buy them prezzies and the likes? Well, we we, we don't have kids, so um, they are our kids. Um, so, so yeah, we do. We give them little stockings and all sorts of things. Obviously, very dog related stockings. Um, and and we make a big thing of Christmas for our dogs. To be to be honest, so um, because we don't have those kids to play around with. But um, one of the, one of the most important things I think that. I like to sort of do and like to say is just remember guys you may have a dog but there's also hundreds of dogs out there that don't have lovely families for Christmas they might be in fosters they might have good foster homes but a lot of them don't so so probably one of the best gifts you can ever give a dog over Christmas is a donation to a dog charity and, and not just the big ones some of the smaller ones also are struggling to to give those dogs that Christmas treats and, and toys and feeds so you know don't have to be a lot five dollars is so much for a dog well, that's good to know because maybe that's what we can do this year for for everyone who's got a dog. You just donate to a dog charity. I yeah. I don't think we've ever. I'm just thinking we've never have. Have I even bought my dog a Christmas present? No. <laughs> I don't even know if we have. I feel like a bad well, dog parent now. Well, well, this year is the first time, eh? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it might have to be now that you've put the guilt on me. Um, so, what sort of things? What are you? Well, what kind of things do you buy your dog for Christmas? Yeah, so, so so we go along the lines of you know we we've got a few dogs and and if we were to buy them the best of everything. Um, it would be so expensive. So you don't have to spend a great deal of money. You just need to be a bit sort of. Um, uh, imaginative, I guess, a bit creative. Um, so it's the best thing. So I've got a, a few things that we we tend to do. So. Um, this isn't what we do actually saying that. Um, but if you've got some lots of people coming around and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. a really good thing to make sure, going back to what we said earlier, making sure that there is somebody that's looking after your dog is um, if you've got a, a nephew or, or a niece and they're about, I don't know, seven or eight, that kind of thing, you know, responsible age, then give them that um, that Christmas doggy day monitor rule. Um, kids love that kind of thing. And give them a little badge if you need to and say, it's your job today to look after the dog, to make sure they've got their water and make sure they've got food. Uh, make sure that they they've got a toy to play with, and and more importantly, make sure they get those Christmas tickles. Yeah. 
Mm. And, and that way, you know, your dog's not going to be just left alone because somebody, and, and they're responsible seven or eight year olds, but um, they're going to be making sure that that, pers- that dog is really cared for for the whole day. And I reckon that's a great idea, personally. That's a, responsibility that's a great thing to do, just to make sure that your dog's looked after on Christmas Day, because you're right, with people coming and going, mm. they can be forgotten a bit. And also, right. incidentally, I'm, if you have got, if you're doing something special for your dog, or what you're doing with your dog over Christmas, then give us a call and tell us 0800 844 747 or text 3920 or if you have got your dog a present, let us know what it is. 3920-0800-844-747. So what should we be thinking about? I mean, there's many things to consider when you're thinking about Chrissy's free dogs. Well, because we've got so many dogs, I'm always looking for new ideas. So, so please, please, please do ring in if you've got some really crazy ideas about what you can give your dog because it will help me in the long term. Um, but one thing you can do is pretty time. Now, this is a great thing to do, and you don't need to spend lots of money here. You can buy a couple of toys, but you know what? Dogs don't care whether it's their old toys. They're just happy to get toys. So, so what we do is we wrap up all of the dog's toys, um, and we get new ones, and then we put them in the Christmas tree, and we smother a bit of peanut butter on the um, on the paper. Make sure it's non- non-toxic paper, okay, guys? So, um, and the dogs just rip them all apart, and they have a... They have a field day. They love it. There's just paper going everywhere. They don't even care about the toys. No, it's just a ripping with the paper. I guess you can get the same with cats. Um, I think cats like to tear paper as well. But that's a really fun little game. Yeah, but cats One are only going to tear the day. paper if you don't want them to. I mean, they're not going to tear the paper no, that you true. get for them. They're going to get. They're going to tear the paper of the special <laughs> present that you've wrapped for that special person. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> one, one word of warning on that one, though. Don't put them under the tree because dogs do get a little bit excitable when they start tearing and smelling peanut butter and stuff like that. I'll make sure it's the, the special dog peanut butter as well, not, not the sort of unsweetened one, Jeff. Hang on, sorry. Um, dog. Might, might, yeah. Oh, so diatol. Some, some of the peanut butters you can get for people, if they've got the, ship, the sweeteners in them with diatol, that can kill your dog. So we don't really want to have any accidents like that. So, okay. so make sure that there's actually one in, I think it was Countdown, I saw it. I'm sure it's everywhere else as well. But it's called nut butter. Mm. I That's saw, I saw that on the shelves by the, and it looks exactly like peanut butter. And it does, to be fair. It's got a pretty dog picture on it. My dogs love it, I will say. Although, I mean, if you put that in my cupboard, my kids would definitely eat it. They wouldn't even look. I saw something the other day that, um, who was it? Somebody I saw had been using dog shampoo on their hair for about a month. Didn't realise it was actually dog shampoo because it was in a beautiful bottle. Really? It looks gorgeous. And it was actually for, for dogs. Oh, some, some, of the, some of the shampoos, I think, are probably better than uh, some of the human-grade shampoos, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's true. Hey, I've got a question here for you. Uh, if you do have a question for yep. Darren Road, dog behaviourist, 0800 844 747 is a number or 3920 is a text. Uh, both our neighbours have oodle dogs who bark at us or our cats every time mm. they see us through the boundary fence. The Labradoodle in particular will not stop until taken away by her owner. If we speak kindly to her, the dog, it just makes her worse. I'm a massive yeah. dog lover and would love nothing more than to be friends with them, but the barking is becoming incredibly irritating now that we're spending more time outside in summer. Have you got any tips on how to deal with them? Yeah, it, 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 it's becoming a big problem, isn't it, I guess? Um First, we've got to understand where the dogs come from. So the dog's probably scared of you. That's the most important thing. And it, it probably wasn't socialised very well. I know I'm just guessing here, but it probably wasn't socialised very well as a puppy. You need to, hopefully you get on with your neighbours, but have a chat with your neighbours and say, this is what I would say, but I'm concerned about the noise. You don't want to do um, make a council complaint, anything like that, so you want to solve it yourself. Because all you need to do is, rather than talking to them, because when you talk to them, you end up reinforcing the behaviours because it's just scaring them even more. What you want to do is you want to be able to um, give them a treat 
whilst they're barking. Obviously, wash your hands, you don't want to get bitten, but drop treats over. Then what they'll do, as long as the owners are okay with it, then what happens is they start to associate you with a treat, with something really positive. And then they'll, over time, it will take a bit of time, they'll get less scared of you. Um, and that's the best way. But you've got to talk to the owners and get the owners on board as well. Um, yeah. And they should do that because it's going to be a problem for them later if they don't. And that would be incredibly Definitely. frustration. If you've got dogs that are barking yeah. at you through your fence when you're out in your back garden, it's yeah. going to... Oh, we, we've, had, we've had that. And, and also, if you've got two, they're probably firing off each other as well, which probably isn't helping. Yeah, that would be pretty difficult. Yeah. If you have a, a question for Darren, now's your chance to get it in. 0800 844 747, talking about your dogs at Christmas time. Also, what are you doing with them? And do you get your dog a present? If so, what is it? Give us a call. Let us know. 0800 844 747 or 3920 is the text. So, talking prezzies for your dogs, uh, you say, so get the mutt butter, wrap up an old toy and a non-toxic paper. That's a good idea. Let them rip into that. What else can you be thinking about? First of all, you need to send me a link to that uh, music. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and so, box of tricks. This is what I like this one. Our dogs like this one. You get an old cardboard box, Stuff it with newspaper and throw in loads of treats so the news so the treats get all stuck in the newspaper and then just give it to your dog and they will spend hours delving in there jumping in there trying to find all the treats and like say you can you can smear peanut butter on the side and that kind of stuff and all those sort of things don't use raw food in that one though if you're a raw feeder um just because it might get all manky and yucky um but certainly with the treat and honestly your dogs will just they'll be paper flying everywhere again a bit like the um unwrapping the presents yeah that keeps them really busy they makes, spend a fortune on that one makes it fun now we have annalise is yeah. on the line morning to you annalise morning, morning annalise. how Happy are you Christmas. and you too you got a question for darren i absolutely do i have a border collie who has become very obsessed with me to the point where she yeah. won't go with other people for a walk if i'm not home oh, okay. she won't go outside yeah, it's becoming a little right, bit of a big she? problem. Uh, yeah, she's how old is she? Four and a half. Four and a half. half. Okay. Um, have you had a? Is this been? Is this something that's crept up over the years? Always been the case, or just started recently? Uh, it's become worse recently. Okay. Um, have you had a checked out? I always say this: whenever change, uh, behavior changes sort of drastically, uh, drastically over time or over a short period of time always get them checked out with a vet because it might be associated with some sort of pain that they've done. Border Collie's notorious for jumping around and hurting the legs and stuff like that. So that's the first thing I would recommend is get that checked out and then you know at least you haven't got that to worry about. Um, yeah, no, it's like that. Taking um, it to the vet and everything. Oh, fantastic. And, and we're all clear? Yeah, we're yeah, all no, clear. No yeah. issues there then? Brilliant, yeah. Um, right. Has she had any sort of traumatic experiences like being attacked by a dog or, or anything like that recently? No. Nothing. No, the only no, thing no. we can kind of pin it down to is that have I been home too long during COVID working? Yes, I mean, all of a sudden life gets back to normal. I mean, border collies are creatures of habit. So when, when their habits change, they, they're almost OCD when it comes to that. And we, we know we've got a few of them. Um, what you probably want to go back to then is um, hopefully she's been sort of relatively well trained. So that, that down stay position, teaching her to stay while you move away, is sounds a bit like separation anxiety a bit of fear isn't it because she's so used to you now so i'd be going back to that down today maybe some crate training so having her in a crate so you can slowly sort of move away from her and get her used to being by herself again but it's probably going to oh, take yeah. a little bit of time um but that would be where i'd go i'll go with the crate training and, and just just be careful with the out of sight straight away make sure she can still see you and then moving away but border collies are funny little things they 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 do get quite sensitive and get quite upset quite easily 
Um, again, mm. if you're really struggling, um, drop me an email or you can um, sort of try and find a trainer to help you just to give you an idea of where to go. I wouldn't go down the lines yet if you've been to the vet with psychotic drugs and stuff like that. I don't think you're there yet, any means, just to see if you can work it out um, by separating that, separating you and the dog with time. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, good luck, Annalise. And let us know yeah. and how it all goes for you because, yeah, that would be really difficult. But I guess there's going to be lots of dogs like that, isn't there, Darren, who have been it home is. with their owners so much and now with everything oh, going back to normal. So many clients. Yeah. So many clients actually this year and last year with that one. If it's you... a hard one, actually, now as well. It's a really difficult one to break yeah. um, because they just get dependent on you. Like that small kid syndrome where they're just tugging on you. Yeah. On your hand all the time. Yeah, yeah. won't let you go the loo on your own. I remember those days. Uh, 0800 844 747 is the number to call. If you have a question for Darren, 3920 is a text. A question about licking. How do you stop a dog licking? We have a nine-month-old poodle that constantly licks our legs and our hands, etc. <laughs> oh, gosh. There's, there's, a, there's a few things... Um, Again, you probably um, the vet's probably a better one to answer this one, but licking is a is a habitual thing, so it could be one of them, um, a few things. It might be the lacking in the salt, and particularly in the summer when they start licking people's um, skin, it might be the salt coming off the skin, and they quite like that. So it might be lacking in salt. Um, but it tends to be a behaviour they picked up that if they lick you, they get attention. So they think that licking you will get them what they want. So it's kind of um, ignoring. It's better than being bitten, mind you, I will say. Um, but if they do lick you, it's about ignoring them, not, not having a big fuss about it. But it's actually a compliment in some ways because dogs lick each other when, they, you know, when they're really sort of happy with each other and, and it's a good relationship. So I take it as a bit of a compliment rather than an insult. It's just annoying. You can always wash your hands now, can't you? Mm, our dog likes to lick feet, which I just find just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit gross. They always get inside the toes as well. Oh, yuck! Oh. <laughs> or just I'm, cr- I'm I'm getting those. Oh, yuck! Just thinking about that with the little doggy tongue. Uh, so right, let's go back to Christmas and Christmas days and things you can do for yeah. your dog as well. So we've got the box of tricks so you can fill with the treats. Uh, what else can we be thinking about? Yeah, so, so we, we've just um, pushed, I'm going to be um, giving a little plug to the company in a moment because we've just um, bought these things called snuffle mats. I don't know if you've ever heard of snuffle mats. Never. They're, they're like a, um, yeah, they're like a, um, a, a doorstep mat, but rather than being really hard and rough, they've got all um, sort of like felt and it goes off in all different directions all over the place. And it's a bit like the box idea. You put your treats in there and you can, you can feed your dog like that. So the dog has to snuffle around inside the, um, the, the snuffle mat to, to find their food and that keeps them busy for hours and hours. Yeah? And there's a company, a little small company um, called the snuffleshop.co.nz and they're based in Tarana. Lovely lady. Give her a ring. She can get those things sorted out for you. Um, and they are awesome. And honestly, it's the best thing we've ever bought our dogs. And they're not that expensive. So um, that would be my thing. The other thing is bubble machines. And if you've ever been to daycare and seen those amazing photos, yeah. dogs love bubbles. And you can you can get them. I didn't believe it. You can get them beef-flavoured and meat-flavoured bubbles. <laughs> so Nothing says Christmas like them. a meat-flavoured bubble. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they're great fun. And dogs will spend hours and hours. Um, with Twinkle, one of our colleagues, the, the best thing to do is just turn on a tap. She just, she, she's in heaven. As soon as the tap's on, she's just trying to bite the tap and jumping in the water and playing. So water's a really big thing. And also it cools them down. It's going to get hot, isn't it? So it's probably a good good thing to do, play with water with your dogs. Mm. Um, you can make them a special toy. Um, we've got a little free download um, on one of our on our website. You can just make a, a sort of um, felt toy and play. That'd be quite nice. Or you can make a bandana. Um, there's, there's a big big trade in the moment in making bandanas for your dogs. Um, so that's quite a nice one to do. Dog bandanas um, could be the, could be a new side hustle. 
Oh, well, it could be, yeah. <laughs> have to think about that one. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I can do the old sewing, though. I'm uh, <laughs> not, not the best with that sort of thing. <laughs> um, the other thing, and, and this is something I really, really recommend because it, it covers so many different things, get a big balloon, right? Mm-hmm. Fill it with water and then pop in loads and loads and loads of different treats and then freeze it in a big freeze, in a, you know, your big chest freezer and, and do lots of those over the summer. And then you just put those down for the dogs. Dogs just love trying to get the treats out and obviously they get the cold water so it cools them down as well. Not that you need it today when it's raining, but the last few days have been so hot for the dogs. So doing that, they get all the different treats you can put um, all the different colours in, not getting really interested. They'll be pushing it around, having great fun with it. And they so don't have troubles with it being like the ice, like freezing to their tongue? Um, I haven't um, seen that because we put it in the bowl of water. Right. I so they normally there's normally water on it. I, I would, yeah, thinking about that. Probably putting it on the ground wouldn't be a good. That wouldn't be a good look, would it? Having your little pug with his nose stuck on for the uh, yeah. onto the ice. So yeah, so yeah, put it in a bowl of water to make sure that's not going to happen. That'd be a tough one to explain to the vet too. What happened to your dog's tongue? Oh. Well, <laughs> when your tongue burns, do we? No, definitely not. Um, so, but that's a really nice way to to give them some nice healthy treats and you can put all sorts of um, raw stuff in there if you're, if you're a raw feeder as well because it keeps it nice and fresh. Mm. Um, well recommended. Um, what other things? Uh, we, we always give our dogs um, a little stocking, um, a Christmas stocking. We hang that up on the mantelpiece, which is quite nice. Um, they, they seem to come in. I think they know which one is theirs as well. So that's lots, <laughs> of, that's lots of nice things to do for your dog, but I guess we should talk too, too quickly about yeah. what are some of the things that you need to be thinking about because there are a lot of Christmas treats that can make your dog very, very sick. There are. I want to keep it positive, but uh, you have to mention it, don't you, really? So I'll very quickly go through that because I appreciate time's running out. So chocolate. No, no, no. Dog, our chocolate is not good for dogs, particularly dark chocolate. The darker it is, the worse it's going to be. And and I've seen vets, uh, dogs in vets with chocolate um, problems, and honestly, it is not nice. It rips the guts to pieces and, and causes all sorts of problems later um, that you won't know about with a little nut and stuff. So please, please don't let your dog um, eat chocolate. And and. and Talk to your kids about not leaving chocolate down on the floor or dropping it, um, mm. even the young ones, really important. Um, we talked about the diatol, sugar-free stuff. Um, that will kill your dog, okay? Um, so you really don't want to have any of those sugar-free um, sweets around if you've got dogs and kids. They just don't go together. Okay. And it's two seconds. The other one's raisins and grapes. Um, I don't know if it's the raisins that cause the problems or the something on top of it, you know, a chemical on the raisins, mm. but certainly I've seen dogs die from eating raisins, really not good things. So make sure we don't have raisins in at all, um, just in case. Um, huh. I don't want to even take that risk. Didn't know that um, one. Grapes aren't as bad. Grapes aren't as bad because they're not concentrated, but certainly I, we don't have grapes either, just in case. Um, can't imagine that happening, can you? No. Um, <clears throat> Christmas plants. Uh, I don't know if people still give plants for Christmas, but poinsettias, lilies, all of those things, if the dogs eat them, um, that will give them a really bad uh, stomach and possibly seizures, um, all those kind of things, so quite toxic. So put them up and, high. And this is the biggest one. Yeah, yeah, because they're pretty, aren't they? But just make sure with dogs, particularly puppies. Puppies like to just chew on anything mm-hmm. that makes so you don't want the lilies there because that's going to make your puppy quite sick. And then the smaller the dog, the quicker the reaction as well. So, um, The next one's probably the biggest one for insurance claims is um, eating Christmas trees or Christmas tree ornaments. Right. So um, dogs just love to pull things off, particularly the chocolate ones, yeah? Um, So we we always put um, doggy biscuits around the bottom of our tree. So if the dogs do take anything, it's the dog biscuits, and we know they're going to take those. But make sure you put all the ornaments a little bit higher just so that you've got your dogs not not stealing things off the Christmas tree because you won't know until it's too late. And particularly those little baubles, they normally have a big metal spike going down to hold the top on. Mm. And when the dog eats that, that's not really very good. Um, 
I know, I was about to say, it sounds like a dire day for them. I know, but that's why we want to make it so important and so sort of pleasurable in other ways, yeah. Um, and the last one, I guess, that we shouldn't really have to say, but um, tobacco and alcohol, dogs don't smoke and they don't drink, okay? So um, I know we don't willingly give our dogs alcohol and stuff like that, but we might leave things on the floor, um, so just slightly empty or slight, slightly full, and dogs love to put their noses in things and have a good old swig. doesn't take much for a dog to get drunk. And the repercussions of that isn't very good. No, say. I can imagine it wouldn't be. Nothing you want as a drunken dog. Yeah, it's probably the same as a, as a drunken teenager. I, I understand that that would not be very pleasant at all. Well, those are some great things to think about doing gift-wise for our dogs and also uh, things that we need to look out for as well. Hey, Darren, it's been a pleasure chatting with you this year and thank you for all your tips. And if people want to get in touch with you over the summer break, what's the best way to go about doing it? Yeah, so you can find us on our website, just mindfulnessfordogs.com and or Facebook. But I just want to say thank you for everybody. We've been going for a few years now, actually, and, and awesome support. And just keep those phone calls coming in because it really makes it more interesting if we can have a chat with people. So thank you so much, guys, for Certainly. supporting us. Excellent. Hey, Darren, thank you so much and a very Merry Christmas to you. You've been listening to Darren Rowe on The Mindful Dog, giving our canine friends a voice throughout the world. To find out more about what we do, visit our website at www.mindfulnessfordogs.com.